Welcome to the Speak with People podcast. Woohoo! Episode one. Episode one. We went back and forth yesterday. Did we do seasons? And I don't think so. I think it's just a season. It's going to be great. Well, for those of you who don't know, my name is Jason Rates. I am the founder. And I don't know what else. President, That sounded CEO. really, really formal. I am the founder. I am the founder of Speak with People. No, I am... Oh, I wish oh. you're the mastermind. The mastermind. You're the doctor behind the yeah, crazy. That's it. I'm the guy who believes that if we actually live this out, lots of lives are going to be changed. How about that? There you go. That's it. Uh, yes. And I'm joined by my co-host, Dennis Poulet. Poulet. In case you didn't know how to pronounce it, <laughs> I, do, I do. But I always go Poulet, and I need to go. That's okay. I need to go Poulet. Yeah, that's fine. Either way, because it's P O U. Yes. So Jason and Dennis here for the first episode of the Speak With People podcast. I just want to thank you for listening and for being a part of this. And I definitely want to thank the launch team because they did this crazy thing by sharing this podcast with friends and family. They put it on their social media page and it was just really exciting that people would do that. And so if you like this podcast, if this has been meaningful for you after you listen to it, We'd be honored if you would subscribe to it and write a review. And share with others. And share with others. And so let us know. So let's just dive right in. This whole concept of speaking with people, not at them. Speaking with them, not at them. With, not at. With, not at. Years ago, I actually had a blog called With, Not At. And people could not figure it out because when you put it all together, it looks kind of... <laughs> the, the, with not at.com. With not at.com. It just looked like a, a weird kind of thing. But I've thought about this for years and I just love this concept because I love relationships. I love connecting with people, whether it's face-to-face. Dennis and I right now are sitting in my living room at my kitchen table. So that's kind of unique. We brought the kitchen table into the living room. Yeah. So we're creating double community in this space. But I love either connecting face-to-face or on a team. Uh, I think it's because you love ice cream so much. So like when you get ice cream, you walk. Usually you get ice cream with somebody and you walk and you talk. And you walk and talk. See, I like coffee. You don't like coffee, but I I like like coffee because you can sit there and sip a cup of coffee with a friend and talk with them. I wish I liked coffee because I just feel like I'm missing out on like the cool part of life. Well, it's the relationship stuff too. Yeah, that's true. To me, it's like that's part of community. And Are I you like I grew up with a dad who drank coffee, but it was always black. So he didn't do any of the fruity stuff. He didn't have to. Occasionally, he'd get like beans and he would grind them and roast them or what, whatever you do with the coffee beans. I don't even know. Yeah, well, I I don't drink it black, but ah, so are you a fruity coffee guy? I'm not then? a fruity fruity, ah. but I do like a little sugar in the coffee. But now I live all around coffee people because my 22 year old loves coffee. My I guess my 20 year old doesn't. The 18 year old just got a coffee tattoo he literally (laughs) did it says coffee and then it has like some like thing that you do something with beans i don't even know that's how much he loves coffee yeah that's a lot i can remember my last cup of coffee it was in february of 1993 that's crazy wow you were like in high school. No, I was <laughs> I was my first year out. No, you're right. You're right. It was February of 94. Sorry, I was still in high school. Okay. February of 94, I was working as a roofer in Rochester, Michigan, and it was like 5 degrees outside. 
And my boss is like, you need to drink some coffee because it will warm you up. I mean, five degrees, you probably need coffee whether you like it or not. Yeah. You just need like Something an IV warm. of coffee at that point. Yeah, yeah. But that was my last time. So I wish I was a coffee guy because I feel like it'd be so much cooler. I ask people to go to coffee and I end up getting, oh, I bring my water bottle with me and then they get a coffee. And but it, the idea of coffee is that you can speak with, with people. With them. Yes. You but can be together. But it's interesting can. because you could speak with people face to face. You can speak with people on a team. You can speak with people from a stage or behind a screen. And you can then do the opposite of that as well. You can speak at them from each of those. And we're going to dive all into that in the next couple of episodes. But I really thought that this phrase, speak with people, not at them, was mine. I really thought it was mine. It's not? I don't think so. A friend last week when the great Vin Scully died, great radio broadcaster, I mean, he called some of the great, right? He like, would be a great co-host. Well, he, he would be. <laughs> hey, tell us about when you called Kurt Gibson's you know, home run in the World Series. And I think he called, was it Koufax's perfect game? I don't remember. Anyways. He did I mean, a lot of games. Just amazing. A lot of games. But my friend, who's I've known him, he's actually a mentor. I worked for him years ago. I've known him like 25 years. He sent me an article when Scully died. And Scully in the article said, I've just always tried to speak with people, not at them. Boom. And so here's what I believe about life is that there's nothing new under the sun. I don't, maybe that's been said before. I don't know. I think you're original to that too. I could be, I could be original. I'm going to have to do it. It's almost like there's a season for everything. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like a good song too. It sounds like a great song. Maybe it's even like a like a scripture or like a, a wise saying. I think so. Yeah, maybe. Season to laugh. Maybe some famous guy might have written it. Maybe it was like the Beatles or something. Maybe. But I just have always resonated with it. And so probably I'm going on like 15 years where, I mean, I have loved communicating since I was, you know, 10 years old. 10 years old. 10 years old. My parents took me to a rock concert. It was my first rock concert. It was a band by the name of Res Band or Resurrection Band. Glenn Kaiser was the lead singer and his wife Wendy was in it. And I remember like at the very end, he got up and he told everybody, you know, if you want a brand new life, I want to tell you about Jesus. And so I went home and I built a little stage in my basement at the time. And I went outside and I invited all my friends over because I knew that my mom had just made her homemade chocolate chip cookies. And they're somewhat famous. Like, there, there are people who, like, try to get over to my mom's house to get her chocolate chip cookies. Like, they're that good. I'm not saying it because you're my mom. Mom, if you're listening, I, I know you've already subscribed. But it's true. People love your chocolate chip cookies. So I invited all my friends over. And I said, hey, if you listen to me talk from the stage, this is little 10-year-old Jason, then you'll get my mom's chocolate chip cookies. And they did. And I talked from the stage, and I loved it. And so, how I, long was that speech? Oh, I bet it was. I bet it was. I mean, how long was the Gettysburg Address? Two, three hours? I mean, it was. <laughs> no, it was probably only three minutes. Those poor kids waiting for cookies. <laughs> it was probably only four minutes. But you know, Dan Hunter was there, and the twins, uh, Joey, and I don't remember the twins' name. Sorry. And Luke was there. Then all the neighborhood guys. The one kid with a mustache. He always just had a mustache. I don't know. We were like 10 years old. It was crazy. But ever since then, I've just, I've loved this process of communicating. So whether it's been sitting with someone over coffee or water. Or, or cookies. Or cookies. 
It's a great unifier or from a stage. I just have loved this process. And I just, as I've thought about this the last, I mean, how many years, 26 years I've been like in the workforce with leaders and leading people and all of that kind of stuff. I've just seen the difference between speak with or speak at a million times. And so this just has resonated with me for it to become a way of life. Well, you can feel it too. You can feel it whenever somebody is speaking at you instead of speaking with you. For like sure. You feel so tiny whenever people speak at you. For and sure. like, oh, great. They're telling me what to do or they're telling me how to do it or, you know, they're just doing everything to kind of like belittle me. But whenever someone actually comes and speaks with you, even if it's somebody that's super high up above you in the, you know, in the organization or the company or whatever, you know that there's a certain humility that it takes to actually speak with somebody instead of that. I'm sure you're going to talk about all that. Oh my goodness. That's so good though. I mean, you just nailed it because so much of speaking with is the internal stuff. It's the health of your heart. It's the health of your soul. It's being humble enough to just listen. And yeah, we're going to talk about it. Because knowing the difference between those two things is, is kind of hard, I think. Like, sometimes it's hard to know. You think you're speaking with somebody, but you're really speaking at them. Yeah. Or they feel that you're speaking at them. So all of those little nuances that, are, that come with that, that's pretty, pretty interesting. So what, but what, what about, like, are we just talking about, like, on a stage? We're talking about, like, speaking? No, I think uh, it's... Because, it's, you, you know, you preach to your little friends, for cookies. I did. Basically. I did. I told them some stories and some jokes. Okay. You know, so it was a whole thing. But I, I think it's those four facets. And there's probably more. But the face-to-face, I mean, I think you can de- you can definitely feel it when you're sitting face-to-face with someone and they are speaking at you or they're speaking with you. And we'll go into, like, so much of the journey uh, and we're going to break apart what exactly it looks like to be with versus at. That's actually the next episode. Uh, but I think the face-to-face, you can feel it. I think on the team, you know, when you're sitting around a table and everyone's trying to come up with the ideas for the project and someone brings up an idea and then someone shoots them down or, you know, someone doesn't have the respect. I think from a stage, I mean, I even, yesterday I was at church with my wife and I leaned over to her and I was like, I think, I think the pastor's yelling at us. Like <laughs> his, whole, his whole tone changed. Like we can tell when speakers definitely... It's the first sign of like when they're just, they have a different voice on stage or people behind the screen. I mean, people, people communicate a lot behind screens now. I don't know if you know anything about that, Dennis. Oh yeah. Like COVID stuff, you know, <laughs> and or YouTube and or all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. It seems like, you know, that's a way to go because I think at the end of the day, I like to think of it this way. Like so many people want to be heard nowadays. They want to be heard and they think in order to be heard, they've got to be louder or they've got to be angrier or they've got to shoot other people's ideas down, or they have to be the one who is the hero all the time. When really the ones who are speaking with people are the ones who are going, wait a minute, I'm going to be a great listener. I'm going to be the person who empowers someone else to think through ideas. I am going to be the one to ask great questions. And so I think of it this way, like right now I'm speaking into a microphone And I think our lives are a lot like a microphone. I think it could be a pretty great visual representation. Like we all have these thoughts. We all want to be heard. We all want people to listen when we speak. But the reality is how do you use the microphone? Like if you don't plug it in, you know, it's not going to work very well. People are going to start talking louder. They're going to start 
be more forceful with their voice. But if it's, if the microphone's plugged in, you're using the microphone the right way, the reality is, is with your life, you will be able to kind of amplify your message. You'll be able to get across what you're trying to say and do it with people because when you do that, your words will be the kind of words that bring life, that lift people up, words that are filled with kindness, words that are powerful, words that will ultimately move someone to some type of action instead of the opposite where you're using your life, your words in a way to bring someone down or to get your point across in a crazy way. And so this is what's birthed to speak with people, not at them idea because words are powerful. We'll talk more about words in the third episode, but a little, a little insight into words. I read this little research. We say about 11 million words a year. Some more than others. Some more than others. <laughs> Maybe some genders than others. No, I'm not saying that. But there are studies that show that yeah. men use a lot less words than women. Yeah, because we can say a lot with a grunt. We, we can't say a lot with a grunt. <laughs> uh. We can. Uh, but with those words, like this whole thought behind Speak With People is why not put some thought and care into what words you're going to share? Because over a lifetime, if I did my math correctly, that's like 700 million words. <laughs> so that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that is. 700 million, 11 million words a year. Yeah, I would love to divide that by how many. Some big math. Yeah, I can't do the math, but. It's a big math. So in the next couple of weeks, we're doing a lot with Speak With People. We're getting ready to launch our website. We're going to launch coaching and cohorts to help people with healthy communication. We've got like a big, giant, exciting announcement that I hope we can make in like episode like two or three but we can't make it in episode one, so it's a little bit rough. But yeah, so you have to subscribe. That's you why. you got to subscribe. That's why. <laughs> yes. So if you subscribe after this first episode, you could find out the big giant announcement. Yeah, because it won't be on all over the social media. And it won't everything. be. It's the yeah. only way you can find <laughs> yeah, out right. is if you come to the podcast. I don't think so. And I wish like our podcast had cool things. I was listening to a podcast this morning, and they're like, we've got merch for our podcast. Well, you know, episode one. Episode one. We'll figure it out. I mean, if we get to like episode 100, maybe. Maybe there will be merch. Maybe there'll be merch. But really, what I hope Speak With People does is that it empowers leaders. So a leader, I think, is anyone with influence. I mean, what did the great John Maxwell say about leadership? I mean, it's all about influence, right? Yep. right? So anyone with influence, I mean, that's you know a parent who has influence over their children. It's a teenager who has influence. I mean, you think about teenagers nowadays. So different than you and I, like I had to, I had to get my mom's chocolate cookies to get my friends to my house. I know teenagers with thousands and thousands of Instagram followers. That's influence. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's just so different. Well, yeah. And, and if you think even just about the social media world in general, like there are so many, when you think about the YouTube, the famous big time YouTuber guys, you know, they all started getting really popular whenever they were like really young. Right. So, right. You know. I mean, there are some teenagers, they like put a picture of themselves up and it's hundreds of likes. Yeah. Anyways, that's probably a topic for another episode. What does <laughs> that do to a teenager's brain and emotional? Well, and, and that influence that they have just over, you know, people and culture and the way that people follow them. It's, it's incredible. But that, that you don't have to have millions of followers to be a leader. That's where you're going with right. this. Like we're all leaders in some sense if we have influence over people. So, you know, at work, you could be a leader, even if you're not the boss. 
and at, you know, in your neighborhood, you can be a leader, even if you're not the president of the HOA. Exactly. Probably especially if you're not <laughs> the president of the HOA. Because right. right now, my Facebook group for our neighborhood is oh, exploding yeah. with yeah. Uh, people upset right. about right. everything. But yeah, so whether, I mean, whatever stage of life you're in, if you have, you, you have this great influence, we hope that Speak With People will empower you to communicate in healthy ways. I could just be silly enough, but... Or foolish enough to believe that if we just cared more, if we just elevated the importance of healthy communication more, if we just went, you know what, maybe instead of not believing that my words are that important, but instead of actually doing something about it, I could actually change my life. I could change my spouse's life. I could change my kids' life. I could change my neighborhood's life, whatever it is. I think that if we elevate the importance of healthy communication enough, that type of change can happen. And I think anybody can do it. That's the beautiful thing. Yeah. And we all need to do it, honestly. Absolutely. We, we all need to get better at communicating. Because not everybody is going to communicate from a stage. Right. Not everyone's going to communicate from behind a screen, even though more and more people now, though. I mean, my 18-year-old was telling me the other day, Dad, you got to do reels. And I'm like, I, I have a hard time even knowing what that is. Or <laughs> like, how do I, like, what do I make a reel of? You know, and just when I think I got a cool idea for a reel, he's like, no, that's, that's, really that's dumb. not cool. Yeah. That's really dumb. So not everyone's going to do that. Not everyone's going to be on a team, but everyone has face-to-face -face conversations or maybe you're just face-to-face -face and from a team. And so how can speak with people empower you, empower us to empower the people around us to elevate this importance of healthy communication? Because we, there have been lots of communicators throughout history who have been very good at getting their message across, but it has not been done in healthy ways. And so we don't have to go very far to see pretty unhealthy communicators. I mean, we could go to, you know, YouTube right now and you can see, you know, unhealthy communicators. So my hope is, is that this speak with people, not at them is, is not just a nice sentiment or a little saying or a little hashtag. Of course, that's a long hashtag, hashtag speak with people, not at them. <laughs> with not at uh, whatever it is but i hope it i hope it really does become a way of life for people yeah am i crazy no i i think i mean i'm hope you are crazy but besides that <laughs> you know the the concept and the idea and the movement is important enough to continue the conversation about it so i think that's what this podcast is doing that's what we're trying to do help people understand the importance of their words and how words yes. have the power of death or life inside of them. And you can just see it. You can see it when, when the way that you communicate with somebody, you can tell that you've brightened their day, you've made them a better person, you've helped them, yep. you know, you've encouraged them, or you've totally dismantled them for the rest of the day. You can tell that that happens. Yep. And so what we really want to do, I think, with this whole movement is help people not be the kind of person that is constantly driving people down and making them feel bad. And we want to bring life with but, our words. But you just used an incredible word. Like you can dismantle someone's day. I used to do an assembly called choose kindness over bullying in public schools. And so this concept of choosing kindness, and I would talk about words and my grandma, God bless her heart. She used to tell me all the time, sticks and stones, can break your bones, but words can never hurt you. And grandma was wrong. I love grandma, 
But our brains are so incredible that we can remember dismantling words and phrases that were said to us at a young age. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. And then on the flip end, we can remember words that totally lifted us up or projected us to do something we never thought we could. Uh, on a walk the other morning, I was in downtown Tampa, mixing up my morning walk, and I was listening to a podcast with Bob Goff. He wrote Love Does, other books. But Bob, in the end of his book, and Bob Goff put his phone number. I mean, it's just crazy. So like, he gets like 300 calls a day, <laughs> and he texts people. And he's, his big thing was like, we just have to, the moment that we have that thought, I should tell them how much they mean to me. You should do it. Because that could project somebody instead of dismantling. So that's what we hope. We hope to speak with people, not at them, is not just this nice saying or a sentiment, but it becomes a way of life. And really what I hope this podcast and then the oncoming book and then the oncoming you know, things that are coming down the channel will help people with to start a journey of authenticity, of empathy, and clarity with their words. So we just want to encourage you. Be real with your words. Try to be the same person that you are inside your house. If you do have the privilege of being on a stage or behind the screen... Wherever you're at, be that same person with your words that you are. And so as we kind of get going, we speak with people. I thought if it's okay, Dennis, I'd just share like a few things that are going to be happening in the next uh, Absolutely. Uh, next couple weeks. period of time. The next season, the next episode, whatever it's called, by right. episode two. And so very soon, thank you for joining this podcast. Um, you can go to the speakwithpeople.com website and you can sign up to be on our weekly uh, email. And this is an email that comes to your inbox that we hope is actually of super encouragement to you. There'll be incredible stories. I'm going to put some favorites of mine in there. So if, if you like to listen to podcasts or you like to you know, be challenged, we're going to put some of those challenging things in there. We'll have the podcast information in there. But then you can also sign up to be in a cohort. So if you want to take your words, your leadership, your growth to that next place, sign up for a cohort. And there's going to be three different cohorts. One's going to be called Lead with People. And this is a cohort for six weeks where we'll meet online with other people. And we're going to dive into how we use our leadership to really leverage our communication. So using your influence, communicating in healthy ways, whether over a screen, whether face-to-face, -face, whether through strategic plans and documents, whether through how I tweet or Instagram and all those different kinds of things. So that's Lead reels, with People. Reels, reels. Or reels, yes. Present with people. Maybe you're just looking to get better. You make lots of presentations at work. And you're like, I, I just, I, I need to be able to help these people lean in a little bit more and hear what I'm saying. This is going to be great. We're going to teach you how to be that captivating communicator or preach with people. And so this is specifically for pastors, ministry leaders, youth pastors. But we want to be able to help pastors be able to communicate in such a way that people will grab hold of that transformation. So that's cohorts. And then coaching, if you want one-on-one -on -one coaching, and, and maybe you don't want to do it in a cohort, but you want to just join in with me one-on-one. -on -one. And then eventually speak with people. We'll have a video library course, and there'll be tons of courses for you for free. There'll be stuff for families. There'll be stuff for people leading teams. And then hopefully I can tell you something along the conference end in episode two or three. But we'll see how it does. So my hope is that this podcast will be used to empower people. My hope that it will be used to challenge people, that they'll get a boost when they listen to this, that that day they'll be confronted with, man, I can make this slight little change and be able to speak more powerful words, communicate in a healthy way, 
and things will really change. Awesome. Well, let's do that. So everything's at speakwithpeople.com? Everything is at speakwithpeople.com. So All right. head to speakwithpeople.com. Thanks for following us on Instagram and Facebook. There's actually even a Facebook group if you want to join the Facebook group and get some challenge and encouragement, inspiration, and be a part there. We bounce ideas off each other. And thank you for subscribing to this podcast. Thanks for leaving a review. Thanks for sharing it with other people. We'll see you for episode two. Adios. Thanks so much.